Hey guys, so I just watched The Mandalorian Season 2 Disney Gallery of Luke Skywalker's scene at the end of Season 2, and while you can see my full breakdown and reaction in the Watch Party video, I wanted to make a standalone video here on one piece that I found really interesting. Well actually, one piece mainly and a few pieces that I'll add on at the end. Now the main thing I want to talk about comes from Dave Filoni and the subsequent pieces come from Jon Favreau that we'll get into later. So Dave said regarding Ahsoka and Luke, something that got me thinking. I always thought it would be cool if Ahsoka and Luke Skywalker met, because he could ease her soul by telling her that Anakin was redeemed in the end, and that he saw his father before he died. You know, his real dad, not the Vader version, the Anakin one. Ahsoka only knows that Anakin turned into Darth Vader, and as we saw in Season 2 when she was telling Mando about it, or at least hinting about Anakin, during their training scene with Grogu, she seemed extremely distraught, and like she was in a lot of pain. I can only imagine how destroyed she must be at the fact that Anakin turned into Darth Vader and, you know, their last interaction on Malachor. She probably lives every day carrying that burden that she never got to really say goodbye to her master. She never got to talk to Anakin Skywalker ever again. So I think it'll give her some great relief if Luke actually ends up telling her that, hey, you know, he was redeemed in the end. Now, Ahsoka could then tell Luke about how Anakin lived, whereas Luke could tell her about how he died. You know, kind of like a Last Samurai quote here. I think it would be very poetic and something that would resonate a lot with the fans. Anyways, Dave starts to talk about Luke Skywalker's lightsaber fighting style, talking about how they had to make it similar to his style from Return of the Jedi, but improved much smoother, more enhanced, and skilled. He goes on to say, but who has been training Luke Skywalker fighting at this time? And it really made me think, if his lightsaber fighting style has improved since Return of the Jedi, then who the heck has been training him? Now I'd love to make a standalone video on that too, but I'm just gonna say I think it's the ghost of Anakin Skywalker helping him. And before I start on that other video, I want you to write in the comments right now what you think, or who you think, that Jedi, or being, could be. Now Luke's fighting style in the show is a lot like Anakin's Form 5, and while he uses that fighting style as well in Return of the Jedi, it seems like a much more masterful Form 5. Now there's two different forms of Form 5, there's Dem So and Xien. Xien relies more on defense and protecting yourself against blaster bolts, and Dem So is much more aggressive in nature. This is the one Anakin used, naturally. Now I also noticed that Luke used one of Anakin's moves where he blocks and deflects the blaster bolt behind his back like Anakin did on Mustafar with the B1 battle droid. Now he may just be blocking it behind his back, but I thought it was pretty cool that they both did the same thing, father and son. Dave goes on to then talk about Ahsoka and how she's his elder, that she's in fact much more experienced than he is and had vastly more training than he ever has, not to mention that his fighting style and her fighting style should be vastly different, he says. This also debunks any theory that she helped him train in these last five years, at least I think. I don't believe that they've met at this point. Dave mentions how she's older, which we know, but I know a lot of people forget that. But also, she's more experienced, he says. This is five years after Return of the Jedi. This is almost peak power Luke, and what a lot of fans might not realize is that Ahsoka is indeed more experienced, and older of course. It doesn't necessarily mean that she's more powerful, just like Obi-Wan was more experienced than Anakin but wasn't more powerful than him, but I do believe that Ahsoka's fighting abilities are more well-rounded than Luke's. I believe she can control her emotions better, and I believe that she knows more about the Force than he does. And I mean, you guys know how much I love Luke, but I believe this is more accurate. Ahsoka is Luke's superior, which opens my mind to a world of theories. Now this doesn't mean that she is necessarily more powerful, it just means that she's more trained, she's more experienced, and she's gone through more things than Luke in her life. 
This leads me to think that Ahsoka and Luke meeting could actually happen, and that she will learn from him about Anakin and he'll learn from her, you know, about how Anakin fought, how she fights in general, they could even have a sparring match, which would be so wild, how the Jedi Order fought in general, you know, what made her leave the Jedi Order, what was it from the Jedi Order that allowed the Jedi to fall and Order 66 to prevail? How did the Emperor do it? And so many things that she could teach Luke that he doesn't know about. I think we can see a training sequence between Ahsoka and Luke, and she could show him Anakin's techniques, where they could both bond over his stories. This could open up a road to discuss the Jedi Order and so much more that Ahsoka has to offer Luke. The two of them eventually could join forces to fight Thrawn, and I can really see all of this turning into the Thrawn trilogy, which I would really hope it does. And with how we got Mount Tantis in the Bad Batch, I feel it's not, you know, just too good to be true. I think this actually might be turning into a thing where the Thrawn trilogy is going to happen. I think that's where Star Wars is headed. Luke could go off to fight Joris Sabaoth, perhaps even finding an evil clone version of himself, or you know, if they want to switch it up, an Anakin clone, or maybe even a Palpatine clone if they want to do that again. But this time, you know, a strong and powerful young one. And Ahsoka could even step in for Mara Jade if they don't want to include Mara Jade, because I could see them having some problems with it, you know, canon-wise. If they don't want to include her in there, meaning, you know, they would give Luke another romantic interest or just not one at all, and that would possibly be the main reason that they don't want Mary in there. That being said, they could incorporate Mara Jade, I don't see a problem with it, I mean they can do whatever they want at this point. The Thrawn trilogy takes place five years after the Return of the Jedi, and the Mandalorian is also five years after Return of the Jedi, so I could see this being the perfect time to incorporate an amazing legend story that utilizes both Luke and Ahsoka as they wedge off onto their own adventures to reconnect later down the line as the story progresses in order to help each other and bring down the big baddies, being Thrawn and a dark Jedi, and that could be Jorah Sabaoth or it could be someone else that they make up. Overall, this Disney gallery of the Luke Skywalker scene in The Mandalorian Season 2 was a real treat for me. To be able to learn and witness from Dave and John and others as if you know them firsthand. It was just such a personable interview. Understanding that John and Dave love Star Wars the way that they do, that they understand this story created by George Lucas, which is something that John even mentions, that this story was made by George, and just saying that in passing as he's speaking really tells me that this guy is very respectful of the story that George made and of George in general, which tells me that we're in really good hands. I think they're genuine Star Wars fans, and while being severely talented at storytelling and directing, they're just kids on the inside. You know, and I think that's why their products are so magical and they work so well. The other part that I liked was when Jon Favreau mentions in a few years Deepfake will be indistinguishable between that and the real thing. And the fact that Luke's voice is synthesized tells me that they can make young Luke shows and movies that improve only with time. It's pretty amazing how they took a million different images of Luke from the movies behind the scenes, the internet, and other mediums to create some sort of a deep fake project for Luke. And as he said, the technology is only going to get better and better. As we know, they just hired a YouTuber who specializes in deep fake stuff and seems to have done a better job than all of Disney when it came to deep faking Luke. So this also tells me that maybe they're going to be bringing back Leia, maybe they're going to bring back Han and, and Luke in general, and we can get so much more of these guys. It'll be something that I can't wait to see. I'm really excited for it. And also meaning, since their voices are synthesized, that they're all going to sound like themselves too. 
So it tells me they can make young Luke shows and movies that improve only with time. It's quite amazing what technology can do for us with movies, and we could essentially get original trilogy characters and prequel trilogy characters forever, telling stories of Anakin and Obi-Wan and the Clone Wars in live action, or they could give us the scene that we never got, which was Luke, Han, and Leia together again. Everything can be synthesized, and while it's sad that we won't have the real actors to do it someday, which is a part of life, it's at least comforting knowing that their characters will live on longer than both you and I here today. And probably even our kids, should we have any someday. Or I guess we could just say the next generation, and the one after that. I think Star Wars will outlive all of us for the next several hundred years, and they will just continue to make more and more content about it, and it blows my mind to think how realistic all that is going to be in that time. But within the next five years, I think by then it's going to be indistinguishable, as John said, when it comes to deep faking, and I think they're going to be able to create any sort of scenario with any kind of character that they want at any age, and it's going to be as if it was real. And that's kind of the scary and cool part of it. I really enjoyed this interview. I'm really thankful for it. And I hope that we get many more of these coming forwards with the Book of Boba Fett, the Kenobi show. I can't even imagine how amazing that's going to be with Hayden and you and all them, you know, talking about everything and talking about the prequels and the Kenobi show and how it was filming and getting back into the characters. I'm really excited for where Star Wars is headed. I think this is a huge positive moment that we can just sit back and be like, look, as long as Dave and John are handling things, these guys are going to make amazing stories. And it's going to be true to George Lucas's Star Wars while adding a new fresh twist of their own for the modern era while honoring the original and its creator. Thanks for watching this little breakdown and my thoughts on this video. Hope you have a great day. Subscribe if you're new here. Hit like on this video if you enjoyed it. And I'll see you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.